Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Hello, and welcome to Leadership. I wanna talk just briefly about the coronavirus. And when I say briefly, I mean what this podcast is not gonna be about. So you can watch the news, you can check out many news outlets, many people who are on Ground Zero and all these other places. What I want to do today is I want to do a classic Steve Horton move. So who is Steve Horton? He is only the greatest man who has ever graced this planet, and that is my father. (laughs) He's still with us uh, in terms of being alive. He's still alive. But my father is a retired dentist. And you're probably like, how on earth does this relate to the coronavirus? Well, tell me about something that you hate doing. Well, the majority of people would tell you they hate going to the dentist, right? And this is because of the drills and the noise. And maybe they had, you know, a dentist that wasn't so good with the Novocaine and things like that to numb you. So it was painful. Well, I, even knowing I'm a dentist child, had cavities when I was a kid. I know, shocker, right? Uh, It actually has to do with the softness of your teeth, just FYI. So it's a genetic thing, Uh, as well as hygiene. So I had several cavities filled, and I was lucky enough to have them filled by Dr. Steve Horton. And this man is so good at what he, well, is so good, was so good at what he did. He's retired because he was doing some like really uncomfortable things, right? But he had this way of talking about life and just easing you through it. And all of a sudden you realized you were in some sort of, you know, conversation or hearing one of his stories and forgetting about the fact that you were getting your tooth filled, which I thought was really amazing. You know what that did for me as a kid, as an adult? It calmed me down. It made me realize that everything was going to be okay. And so in Dr. Steve Horton fashion, taking a page out of his book, that is what I want to do for you. I don't want to talk about what's going on right this second in the world. What I'd rather do is talk to you about things that will calm you down, focus you in a different way, and get your head in the career game. Because guess what? When all this is over, you're still going to have a career. You're still going to have bills to pay. You're still going to have a life, right? And I want to plan for that because there's a chance that somebody might listen to this two years from now and say, why is she even talking about that? So today, what I want to do is talk about success in five steps. And these five steps can lead you to a greater job, promotions, more money, more influence, all these great things, right? And one of them is about being a kinesthetic learner. So in the times that we're in right now, the scariest thing is not doing anything, right? 
And I would say in life, that's the scariest thing. I'm sure you've heard of something called analysis paralysis. And well, friends, what that means is you get so spun up about what could go wrong that you actually never enter the game in the first place. So I will say be a kinesthetic learner. So kinesthetic just means doing, actually hands-on doing. Think of a scientist in a lab. Those are kinesthetic learners, right? Because they're doing experiments. They're in the game. But here's the thing. You have to be in the game too. One of my favorite songs by Garth Brooks, it's actually not written by Garth Brooks. It was written by somebody else, but he sang it. And it's the dance. And he said, I could have missed the pain, but I would have had to miss the dance, right? So even knowing learning can be painful, when you're in the game and you're failing, failure, by the way, means you're actually going to stop doing something. So in my opinion, it just means you learned a way of not doing something. It's learning. That's where the greatest gifts come from. So get in the game. Try things. Throw some stuff at the wall. I love doing this. I do it in my own business all the time. And if it quote unquote fails, it just means, oh, back up, go another direction. The second one I want to talk about is looking in the mirror. And I actually mean at yourself. What are your flaws? Now, I will be honest with you. I am chronically late. I am not proud of this. I hate this fact about myself. It's a terrible thing. I'm working on it. But what if I told you that I hate when other people are late? Well, that's called a contradiction. And I don't want to be that. I value other people's time, but I'm not respecting it, right? If I don't show up on time. So I'm not living my values, am I? No. So when I say practice what you preach, look at yourself in the mirror and say, am I living the values that I most value? That's key. And you have to look at yourself first because honestly, you can tell people all day long what you want, but how you act and how you show up really decides how people treat you and how they go about their lives around you. It's, it's truly true. Now, the third one is put on your blinders. Oh my goodness, we could use this right now, right? Put on your blinders. So one of the things that oh, so many people face so many people struggle with, I have a crime, a recovering struggler of this, is comparison. And as Teddy Roosevelt has wonderfully told us, comparison is the thief of joy. You know why? Because there's always going to be somebody that's better, faster, stronger than you are. One of my favorite things that I've heard is don't compare someone else's middle to your beginning. And I have to constantly tell myself that in anything in life, because I see some really successful people. And I have to say to myself, I that's their middle. And I'm still at my beginning. I think I'm going to feel like a beginner until I'm like 98 years old or something, because there's always something to learn. But I look at my own daughter, and we're doing homeschooling right now, right? Because of this great virus. And she has a power goal, quote unquote, And of course, I'm learning all these different things that she's doing in school because I don't know about them. And I said to her, before you start reading, her teacher said, before you start reading, remember your power goal. And so what I said to her was, what is your power goal? And her power goal, it broke my heart. She said, I want to be like all the other kids. 
what? No, that is not what I want you to be. Uh, so we broke it down and I said, well, what do you mean? I don't think that you care about the other kids. It's not about them. It's about beating yourself, right? Being better than yourself and really being better than you were yesterday, you know, and comparing that goal. So what is something that you don't know how to do? And my daughter's dyslexic. And so, of course, she compares her reading ability to everyone else's. She's a whiz at math, though. So don't let her don't let her fool you. And that's what I want her to remember is she needs to set goals for herself and not look to the right or left. Easier said than done. She's in second grade. It's totally normal. But at some point, you have to drop that, right? And my very first podcast, if you go back to the very first one, I tell you a story of swimming the backstroke. And that was a defining moment for me because I realized when I couldn't see or hear anyone else around me, I focused hardcore and won races like nobody's business. And so on a regular basis, I have to swim the backstroke in my business. I have to get in my lane, turn everything off and say, what is it that I can do better today than I did yesterday? So think about that as well in your career. There's going to be somebody that can figure things out better than you or whatever else. But what can you do today to change the trajectory of your career? It's amazing what you can do. Okay, so the next one is read a lot. And by the way, a lot is two words. I just feel like I need to say this because I see it misspelled all the time. It's A and then L-O-T, two words. Um, So there's your lesson for today. And you would only know that if you read a lot (laughs) because you'd see it in books. Now, why do I want you to read a lot? Because learning never stops. I really think that when we graduate from high school, college, graduate school, there's this misnomer that you've reached the end of the internet, right? (laughs) There's no more to learn. Your head is fully full, but it's not. And everything in life changes, right? Technology changes. I mean, we're not using rotary dial phones, but my grandmother had that. I don't think it would be helpful if I was teaching you how to dial a rotary dial phone right now, right? Everything is constantly changing. So I want you to watch those YouTube videos, listen to books on Audible, read different authors. And by the way, reading comes in many forms. Read fiction because there are beautiful stories and creativity that come out of that. And some amazing dystopia, by the way, that would fit very much into what's going on right now. But then also read about what other people have done because you'll be amazed to hear how similar some of their failings might be to your own. And then also there's tons of how-tos on YouTube. Love me some YouTube. It is the largest search engine right behind Google. And that is not shocking to me because I pretty much YouTube everything. And yes, I'm using YouTube here as a verb. It is an amazing place to learn. So never stop learning. Now, the final one that I want you to do is to find a mentor. So I want you to find somebody who's ahead of the game a little bit, right? So this isn't the comparison game. This is a person who is your guide, not your competitor. They are somebody that will help you along the way. Find someone a few years ahead of you in your chosen career path, some level of seniority that should help you. I believe searching outside of your current company is also a good rule of thumb because it gives you a mentor with a more objective opinion of where you should be going 
and steering you in the right path. Uh, There are also many ways to find mentors these days. Uh, I can be your mentor. You can definitely contact me uh, below this this podcast. If you go to the show notes, you can see how you can actually book free half hour with me if you'd like, and we can talk about talk about those career goals. Um, but I believe that having a mentor can be a huge game changer. Um, but whether you're building the foundation for your career, repairing it along the way gaining experience, constantly learning, finding a mentor, assessing your values regularly, and not comparing yourself to anyone, all of those things will be a game changer in your career. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.